This episode is brought to you by my good friends at Huzo. Huzo is an acronym for human sound. Huzo delivers uniquely enhanced human toning sounds through headphones as well as through pads placed on your major acupuncture meridians on your body, which are your wrist and your ankles, thereby introducing a specific modulated frequency that are balancing and harmonizing throughout your body. One session takes about 30 minutes, and during that time, a strange series of tones create a natural resonance in your body that Huzo claims counteracts the harmful EMFs, toxins, and stresses you are exposed to during the day or just normal living, all while balancing the body, leaving you with a clear head, improved health, better sleep, and the feeling of calmness and well-being. You can try one at www.thisishuzo.com slash rebel. Use the code rebel25 to save $25. The folks at Huzo even have a great payment solution for you with terms up to 12 months. Check it out. I highly recommend this machine. It has changed my life and calmed me out. Thank you and enjoy this episode. Any one of the listeners today that have ever experienced going on a diet or trying to lose weight, even their own body doesn't respond the same way the second time on the same diet or the third time on the same diet. What does that tell us? Welcome to the Rebel Health Coach Podcast with Tom Underwood. Armed with truth and knowledge, your journey to a healthy lifestyle can be obtained. Preventative wellness, quality nourishment, and daily fitness routines dramatically improve your outlook on life as a whole. And you'll find the support and info you need to accomplish a healthier lifestyle here. Together, we can empower each other along our journey to an amazing you. This episode is bringing us into the new year, and I wish you all a very amazing and happy new year in 2020. The new decade begins out with the old and in with the new decade. And since it's the new year and we are all setting New Year's resolutions, and the number one resolution, of course, is weight loss, I thought I'd air this episode and interview a very special guest, and I had a great time interviewing him. On today's episode, I have Angelo Poli. Angelo is an internationally recognized expert in fitness and nutrition. He is the founder of MetPro, the world's first algorithm-based transformation engine, using a process called metabolic profiling. MedPro analyzes your metabolism and provides an individualized approach to obtaining your health goals. Angelo has been featured for his specialty in neuromuscular re-education, posture and alignment stuff, and weight loss sciences in major media outlets such as Men's Health, Sports Illustrated, The Wall Street Journal, and he is a regular contributor to the Huffington Post. Angelo has also spoken at conferences such as TEDx and others, continues to be a wellness consultant for multiple universities and hospitals around the country. Angelo also works with world-class athletes, movie stars, and corporate juggernauts 
But his system works for everyone because it's based on you. Enjoy today's episode. Thank you and much love from the Rebel Health Coach, Tom. Angelo, welcome to the Rebel Health Coach podcast. What's up out there in Chico, California? Uh, it's a great day, Tom. I woke up this morning and I said to myself, I had to talk to Tom today. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> I've been looking forward All to right. this. Let's do this. The listeners know my story of going from 289 pounds to 180 and, uh, and reversing the diseases I was diagnosed with. That was the main reason for my weight loss is reversing those diseases. boy. But, and that's what drove me to into this line of work and helping people overcome those diseases and live optimally. I, I listened to a TED talk by you, or it was Ted, TEDx Chico. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you have quite a story yourself. Can you go into that a little bit? Sure. Yeah. I, I won't bore you with the gory details, but <clears throat> I got into the health and fitness uh, field when I was relatively young. I was still in my teens. I was a personal trainer, just not a very good one <laughs> uh, because you know I, I was inexperienced. I was young. And so like so, so many stories you hear, I <clears throat> thought I was young and immortal and I hurt myself and I hurt myself bad. That forced me to become a good trainer. <laughs> <laughs> to learn from my mistakes and help others not repeat them. So I, I ended up specializing in nutrition and specialty conditioning modalities. And over time, as I, uh, because I, I walked with a cane for 10 years, so I couldn't hand people dumbbells anymore. So I, I really started specializing in nutrition. And so I would go from club to club, hospital to hospital, um, college to college, putting on seminars and lectures. And what I realized was the missing link wasn't per se a misunderstanding about healthy, not healthy, although there's that out there. It wasn't necessarily understanding that I need to change habits. It wasn't necessarily the understanding of um, the role of food and exercise, but it was really this one super unfair element of the transformation nutritional process, and that is metabolism. because. Everybody that I would talk to would say, well, I know so-and-so who does this, they got a completely different result. Or how come my body's responding this way? Or how it's not fair, it doesn't add up, or I'm confused. And it was always related to metabolism. So while I was injured, I spent so much of my time focusing on educating and teaching people the nuances of how the metabolism works and how you can figure out how your metabolism works because it's not the same guy to your left or the guy to your right. Everyone's unique. So that that's basically my my story in a nutshell. There's a little bit more to it, but over time, I I found uh, my way back to health, uh, both naturally and with some surgical interventions. That was where I was at in my with my injury and my health. And thankfully, I just had a great team of people and people a lot smarter than me to learn from. And uh, I, I'm I'm back at it today and helping people transform and having the time of my life, Tom. That's awesome. You have a pretty big <laughs> staff there. Uh, I have a quality staff. That's um, good. It's not 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 too big, but I if I'm going to be spending the bulk of my life with these people, I want people that are just quality people. That first and foremost, care about others. Right. To be a coach, you have, and, and people say, well, I'm passionate about this, I'm passionate about that, I'm passionate about exercise. I say, how do you feel about 
people. People are what matter. And so I'm very proud of my, of my team. And we get to do these in-depth roundtables where the, the nature of our program is we'll all get together and we'll discuss individual clients, their challenges, both metabolically, their challenges with training, but also their challenges with just life and behavior in order to come up with the best of scenarios and the best strategies to help these people break through. And sometimes it's a matter of um, having our team do some online itinerary planning for restaurants, hotels, gyms. Sometimes it's a matter of just some coaching. And other times it's just a matter of listening and loving on people. And that's all there is to it. Hey, that's amazing. I like that part. Angelo, let's face it. We're headed into the new year. The number one resolution is always lose weight. <laughs> that it is. And unfortunately, referring to the statistics, only 64% last longer than the first month. Yeah. And then, I'm actually surprised it, it's that high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, that's a low, I think that's a low number. Yeah. But only 45, only 46% make it into the six month period. So let's talk about the world we live in today and instant gratification. You know, there are so many diets out there. Ketogenic's really big right now. Uh, intermittent fasting's all the rage. Money, mm-hmm. multi-level marketing companies pushing this and that. It's confusing. There's no magic pill. I can explain no- why they're confusing. I yeah. can explain why they're confusing. Exactly. Well, and here it is. Here's the truth, Tom. The truth is the reason they're confusing is because I have seen every diet or nutrition plan work. That's why it's confusing. They all work for someone, but that doesn't mean that they're optimized for you. In fact, you'll note that any one of the listeners today that have ever experienced going on a diet or trying to lose weight, even their own body doesn't respond the same way the second time on the same diet or the third time on the same diet. What does that tell us? My whole goal is to help people get some sort of a light bulb moment and to challenge what they know about how the metabolism works so that way they can look at these experiences and go, huh, I know what that means. And even more importantly, I know what I have to do to solve this riddle, to take the weight off and actually keep it off. um, And what action steps have to be laid out to get there? It's not easy, but there, there is a strategy. If we can cut through all the noise and the chatter in the industry and figure out how does my body individually work? And so that's, you know, we're going to dive into the little, that a little bit today. Yeah, let's go. There. I mean, let's talk about MetPro itself and the metabolic profiling because MetPro stands for metabolic profiling. Yeah. Let's, let's be honest. This is the metabolic process is where it's at. It burns energy. It burns our food. It moves us forward. That's right. It motivates us to go, to wake up in the morning, to go through the day. You know, we burn in fuel all day. It pushes us through our workouts. What is this process of metabolic profiling by MetPro? So we do five steps. And this all just happens as soon as we uh, onboard somebody and we get to know them. So they're going to have a few introductory calls with the staff, with the team, and then they're going to be assigned as one primary coach as their lead. And in that whole onboarding process, the first thing we're looking at is your body type and goal. The second thing we're looking at is your lifestyle. 
The third thing is to identify if you're a strategic or a metabolic type. And I'll, and I'll go into that a little bit in a moment. The fourth thing, and this is really what um, kind of sets this process apart, is we do baseline testing. That's the crucial element that allows us to not guess, to identify exactly where you're at metabolically, um, and then move forward with action steps based on your psychology and lifestyle and what's going to work to keep you motivated best. So can can we go through those five things, just do a, a short bit on each one so, so listeners can know a little bit about the process? And, and by the way, we take Olympic athletes, NFL athletes, on and on and on to grandparents and people just wanting more energy, same evaluation process. This is the starting point for everyone because data takeaways are critical. Yeah, go for it. Go go walk us through it. All right. So the first thing is goal setting. So we need to take into consideration your body type. I'm sure that on your podcast, we talked a lot about body types. I won't go into details. Ectomorph, mesomorph, endomorph, they all respond a little differently. Suffice to say, goal setting when done properly is not about picking what you're going to do, but about picking what you're going to wait to accomplish. Here's why it has to be that way. Specificity. So when I get uh, these elite level athletes that call me up and say, hey, Angela, I want you to critically evaluate my training program. These aren't rookies. These aren't people that don't know how to exercise. These aren't people that don't work hard. We're looking for specificity. And so what I'm doing is I'm lining up, okay, what are you trying to accomplish? Once they give me a priority hierarchy of what they absolutely need to accomplish, and I look at their training strategy and I can say, okay, you're training 10 hours a week. Of those 10 hours, two hours of your training is directly correlative to your stated goals. The other eight hours are all good, but they're not directly correlated. They're auxiliary. They're not directly impacting what your stated goal is. That illustration you can carry through to lifestyle, to exercise selection, to nutrition selection, to even nutritional approach, to weight loss strategy. We need to figure out what your primary and secondary, because people will call me up and say, Angela, I want to run a, uh, you know, a sub eight minute mile, which is doable. It's not too bad. I want to, bench 250 pounds. I want to squat one and a half or two times my body weight. I want to lose 50 pounds. I want to have less than 10% body fat. Can I do it? And my answer is absolutely. But here's what you have to pick. Which one do you want to do first? Because every one of those goals, the training and nutrition look very individual, completely different. You know, bringing up your squat and your bench press is going to look completely different than the protocol that I'm going to put you on to reduce your mile time. And the protocol for improving, setting PRs and running and endurance sports is completely different than the protocol that I'm going to put you on if your primary goal is to lose 30 pounds. Not that they're not all interconnected, but we have to identify what our priorities are. And that's how we can put together a program specific enough to affect change. So that was the first category. (laughs) That's a good one. Second category, lifestyle. Uh, Everybody has a different lifestyle. I need to know how many of your... One of the first questions that I need to know as a coach, how many of your meals 
you take socially or on the go versus at home or with your family? Because it's actually going to change what I instruct you to eat. A classic example is where I'm going to put carbs in your diet. All going to depend on which meals I have the most leverage and the most control over. And this may surprise people, but I often put carbs into snacks. The reason I do that is because I can control snacks better since they're not taken socially. Uh, so just little tricks like that to, to each person, for each person, we're going to figure out what the right approach is in that person. And then we're going to identify if somebody is strategic versus metabolic. And this is kind of getting back to everyone first of the year that wants to lose weight. Here's the first thing you have to identify. Have you been unable to achieve your weight loss objectives because you're at a metabolic plateau? In other words, you're eating good, you're exercising, but your body is not moving. You know, your metabolism is in homeostasis. It's an equilibrium between what you're taking in and expending. Or is it a strategic, or we could even say behavioral plateau? And that is, well, if I follow through with eating clean and exercising regularly, my body seems to respond. But because of the busy lifestyle we all have, I have been unable to install those habits. I've been unable to create a routine of successful, ongoing good nutrition and exercise. Guess what? The program for each of those people, very different. So we have to identify which one you are. And then we eliminate guesswork by the, the fourth item on this list, and that is baseline testing. So I'm, as you know about me, Tom, I'm a data junkie. So I've taken the data from thousands and thousands of clients that are engaged. This isn't random test subjects on the street. Hey, how do you eat? How do you... Surveys. No, this is actual people uh, paying money to a coach, given a program, eating a bite-for-bite meal plan to move the dial forward. So they're highly engaged. And what I've learned from that is I can put people into averages. In other words, if you're a male, mesomorph, active, this age, eating X amount of calories split across this many meals, this macronutrient layout, on average, you can expect thus and such result compared to the last thousand people that, that followed suit, that were of that demographic. So I provide people with a pre-calculated baseline testing meal plan. It's not designed to gain weight. It's not designed to lose weight. It's simply designed to measure your metabolic response. Okay. So I'll give people this, this metabolic meal plan. They'll follow it for just a few days. And after that, we have actionable data. There's no opinions. There's no, well, I should do this or it should do. There's just what happened. And there's only three options. It becomes really simple. You either gained <laughs> weight, you lost weight, or you stayed the same weight. I mean, that, that's it at the end of the day. So now I know exactly what the input was. I know exactly what the output is. Now I can tell you, you know, Johnny, your metabolism is slow. Here's why. Of the last thousand people that were on this exact baseline testing meal plan, they on average responded this way. Unfortunately, you responded slower. Or, hey, Johnny, 
your metabolism actually is just fine. On average, here's how people respond on this baseline meal plan, yet you actually lost weight. So knowing that, now we can start the process of building a custom meal plan. And then that reevaluation protocol, we never retire from that. We're constantly evaluating and adapting to get a little bit better and a little bit better. And and that's really where that's the secret sauce, identifying whether you're a pro athlete or whether you're a, a, a pro family and lifer who just wants to live your best life. If we know where your metabolism is, whether it's good news, bad news, or somewhere in between, we can be strategic about our approach. And that's really what metabolic profiling stands for, Metro. Okay. Let me ask you a question because just, you do a lot of this virtually. So we have, uh, we have clients actually in, in six or seven countries around the world. That said, um, we are fairly exclusive to working with people that are engaged. In other words, people ready to really transform. This is not a call us up, we're going to tell you exercise more, eat less sugar. This is a let's get into the nitty gritty. What time do you wake up? Tell me about your day. Okay, we're going to build out step-by-step strategy. Give us a big picture of where you are today and where you want to be. And then we build the strategy to help people get there. So in order to do that, we need to be able to interact on a day-by-day basis. So we do that over the phone, via text. We have a technology that allows us to create a meal plan, send it to a person, and then they just select foods that they like in different categories, proteins, carbs, vegetables, fruits, etc., fats. And then they, they pick the choices that they like, and then the technology will go ahead and do all the calculations of how much to eat of those at each meal based on what the coach has assigned uh, for the client. It's, it's pretty slick, but it, it enables us to have instant feedback. We can see, okay, based on this, oh, I see Johnny checked off that meal. He ate the meal that was assigned to him. How is his body responding? And if I like what I'm seeing, we lean in further. If I don't like what I'm seeing, we make a small adjustment. And that's how we get a little better, a little better. What about the training aspect of that? Like the gym and the running or whatever, the, the movement type things. Great question. So a lot of people ask me about that. It's like, you just keep talking about nutrition. Exercise is just as important, just as important. It's just less confusing. You have to exercise, period. We get that. We know the benefits of exercise. There's not, it, it, there's not as much confusion around what I'm going to get out of my exercise. That said, we do the same process of critical evaluation, baseline testing to see where someone's at with their fitness. Based on their body type and goals, that's going to be the greatest influence on the exercise programs that we assign you. And then the secondary influence is going to be what your athletic goals are, what exact accomplishments and performance we're looking for, and if we are staying on trajectory to hit those bigger picture, whether they're weight loss goals, muscle development goals. We do that by breaking exercise into six categories. And I'll give you, I don't want to geek out too much on this because there's a lot of nuance here, but on the aerobic side of things, there's pure endurance training, that's your long distance running, biking, et cetera. Then there is interval training. That can be a hit training, high-intensity interval training for athletes or just varied intensity for beginners. 
Um, and then there's cardio circuit training. So that's going to be your body weight movement um, set at a fast pace with aerobic activity mixed in between. Uh, each of those are on the aerobic side. Now, the endurance training is non-hypertrophic. In other words, it's not going to create muscular development in any significant capacity. Hit training might create minor hypertrophic response. Cardio circuits, because you have body weight, actual exercises, could be mildly hypertrophic, but it's still dominantly aerobic. Then there's kind of the, the line that de delineates between the aerobic and the anaerobic or strength. So now what you have is classic circuit training. So that's going to be your gym exercises, resistance, set at a fast pace. And you have cross training. That's your CrossFit or your strength training mixed with aerobic capacity activities. And then you have your pure strength training, which is bodybuilding movements, powerlifting movements, etc. So of these six categories, and this is just the way we break it down, I'm looking at your body type and I'm looking at your goal. And now I'm looking at hours that you can spend per week exercising. And I want to make sure that we are spending the majority of our time in the training category that is going to produce the most direct benefits and results towards what you want. In other words, the guy that wants bigger biceps, spending all of his time on the treadmill doesn't make a lot of sense and vice versa. Right. You'd be surprised how many people, they know that, but when they actually look back at their schedule, it didn't reflect that they knew that. So that's what we help our clients to do. And then, of course, we assign them the specific workouts and everything. So for virtually people, you, they like, how do you measure, like, do you do it? Like I use my eye watch to measure, measure my calories burned, how long I worked out. Is that, do you use that data for them virtually? Yes. So we, we use a, a version of that that allows us to get the most relevant details. So we're going to sign somebody a workout. We're going to have it logged. We're going to know which workout they did. We're going to sign someone a category. And then in each category, there's beginner, intermediate, advanced, expert. We're going to give them a, a recommendation of intensity level. And then once they do the workout and they log it, we're going to see exactly which one they did. We're going to know how long it took them. We're going to see how their performance was and a host of other data points. And we're using all of that to help guide us. The, the back-end technology that we use is built as a tool for coaches to really be able to be effective at coaching their clients. So we're getting the data that we need so we can tell you exactly here's right. what you really need to be doing. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of thinking to myself here, like as a client thinking, okay, how do you, how do you do this from, from Chico, California? You know, how do, how do so I... I'll walk you through the process. So you talk, first thing you do is uh, you set up a, an appointment to talk with a consultant. You talk with one of our specialists, an actual metabolic profiling expert. Um, just tell them about yourself. They're going to get to know you. They're going to want to know your schedule, your goals, your past history. And they're going to, it's not a cookie cutter. Everybody does the same thing. So we're going to need to get to know what your goals are to, to recommend, okay, here's what a program would potentially look like. So anybody can call and just get information, just talk and learn. We're an educational company at our core. Once somebody says, okay, this sounds good. I want to work with an expert. 
Then they go through an onboarding process where they have a scheduled phone call with one of our registered dietitians. Our registered dietitians are checking the boxes on health and safety and history and all of that good stuff, making sure everybody passes. Though there's no nothing we didn't explore. They're good. Now they're sent. Here's your online education. So you're going to walk through a brief introduction. You're going to be given a meal plan and asked to start this meal plan that's been specifically chosen to test your metabolism and you're introduced to your coach. Your coach is immediately within 24 hours going to reach out get to know you, see if you need any help in preparation, any help in strategy, anything you need to be able to start that meal plan. And then you're going to run with it and your coach is going to be watching your data every day as it comes in, reaching out to you. And once we have a few days of data, they're going to say, okay, Johnny, what we're going to do here is I'm going to change your meal plan because I can see how your body's responding. Now, for our next week, I'm going to sign you XYZ workouts. I want you to be at this weight by Tuesday of next week. Otherwise, I want you to call me. If not, we'll talk on Wednesday. And so it's it's very next step driven. Our team is, is there 8 a.m. to 5:30 p.m. They're all day long to assist and really work with their with their clients. They pick up the phone, they get on with them, they'll text. A lot of people are in meetings and running and, and traveling. Text message is fine for quick questions. And then those who have more time, we can do a video session uh, for those who prefer to actually be visual and see the person they're talking to. Uh, but our, our, I mean, to be candid, Tom, our program is not like the, you know, $49 a month virtual coach where you're, you're sent here, print out your program at home. No, we, we work with celebrities. We work with, we, we work with people that we are highly, highly involved with. And that, that's, that's the blessing is we end up becoming great friends with, with our clients. We get that's awesome. Well, it's a blast. That's very, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I deal with a lot of people that are 38 plus men and women Dealing with things like menopause uh-huh. and menopause. Uh-huh. I want to ask you about where the metabolism pathways through a functional medicine lens, like myself, with the hormones and the ATP, the AMPK markers, you know, chronic inflammation, gut health. Where is all that the nerdy fitting? stuff? That's all a huge, a huge part of this. So we have to delineate. If somebody is dealing with a health issue, we want them working with health specialists. We're not in healthcare. Right. We're lifestyle, nutrition, fitness coaches. Um, so we'll always direct somebody to actually work with their healthcare specialist if there's disease. But that's not what you're talking about. What you're talking about if someone is not disease, we're looking just for optimal. Okay. So there's a lot of pieces. We'd have to do a whole separate podcast on right. you know hormone levels and the aging and all all the right. you know and then the the uh, energetic pathways. But the, the short answer is that there are things that can be controlled and things that can't. Things that can be controlled, we absolutely control, and the things that can't be controlled are all improved by regular exercise, quality nutrition, strategic lifestyle. So it becomes even more important. People say to me all the time, isn't it true that as you get older, your metabolism slows down? And I lie and say, no. 
You know why? What good does it do to, to say, well, that's right. Now, now you turned 50, so hang it up. Don't bother. <laughs> no. No, the idea is that just it's that much more right. important right. to take control of the things that you can control. And so that's where the clean eating and, and, and you know nutrition and health is such a big part of this. It's just not the misunderstood part. People don't call me up and say, Angela, I just don't get it. How do I get healthy? I can't seem to figure this out. I thought that French fries and beer was the way to go. No, no, they call me up and they say, Angelo, know what I need to do. I'm doing this, 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 that I need to stop. Help me to stop. Help me instead to replace it with quality nutrition, with regular exercise, and help me to do it in a way that isn't wasting my time because I also want to see progress. There's nothing more frustrating than putting in all this effort without seeing progress. So that's where being strategic is critical. Right. Yeah. And that's good because that's, I mean, there's all kinds of things in life that are going to get in our way during this path. I mean, I, I've been on this path of weight loss for, I started in 2007 and I work at it every day. That's incredible. I'm 60 years old. I go when I do my workouts, I blow by the 35 year olds and just honk. Yeah, off. that's awesome. Uh, you know, I, I, it's, I enjoy it, but it's also you need to look at, let's look, look at some things that the path to change like this are going to have obstacles. How do you deal with those obstacles? Well, the first thing we do is we have to identify where our leverage is at and then deal with the obstacles and creating that leverage. So there's four primary levers that we're going to use to elicit change in the body. Now, I'm talking more biological than, than psychological. So the levers are going to be, broadly speaking, controlling calories, controlling macronutrients or carbs, controlling meal timing, uh, or glycemic load and combinations, and then controlling exercise. Those are those are your four basic levers: calories, carbs, meal timing, and exercise. So, which one do we use, and to what degree? Well, that's what baseline testing help us to identify. So, for example, if you are already uh, living a low carb lifestyle, restricting carbs a little further or simply continuing to restrict carbs is probably not going to produce a different result than what you are currently experiencing. That doesn't mean carb restriction is right or wrong. It simply means your metabolism has done its job and acclimated to that. If you are already watching portion sizes and calories and trying to lose weight, further caloric restriction is going to be met with only marginal benefit past a certain threshold. So that helps us determine, okay, where do we have the most leverage? And you'll talk, you'll hear a lot of experts and gurus talk about this being the best or that being the best. The problem is all of them are correct under different circumstances about where you personally have the most leverage. I have a client right now that the only way uh, she drops weight is reducing her calories. Changing her carbs doesn't help at all. You know why? Because she's already reduced her carbs. 
There's nothing more to change there. So I have to manipulate calories. Vice versa. I have some people who are, you know, I'm eating very low calorie. I'm very clean eating a lot of fruits and vegetables. But then we find out that they're eating an 85% carbohydrate diet. Now, right, wrong, or otherwise, I've identified a lever. So what levers are we going to pull? Maybe somebody's really in a good spot with their nutrition and they're moving in the right direction. They just need that extra nudge. Well, it turns out that there's opportunities to modify their exercise to create that leverage. A lot of people ask me about meal timing. They see that I, I utilize a lot of snacks and they wonder why is snacking better? Well, it's not that you lose more weight with snacks. It's that I can feed you more food without gaining weight during metabolic upregulating cycles. Because if I have to create leverage, let's just say, for example, I have someone where in order to create fat loss or weight loss, I want to cut 100 grams of carbohydrates. Except for this person is currently only eating 120 grams. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I want to take them that low um, for our purposes today. So I want to get them up to eating 220 or 240 grams of carbohydrates. Well, if you're only eating two meals a day, it's really hard for me to add those grams of carbs in without you gaining weight. If you're eating five meals a day, and I'm just adding you know, 15 grams to each of those five meals, I'll probably get you up to that pretty quick with minimal weight increase, giving me the leverage to then cut. So... That's where it's all about strategy. So meal frequency, meal timing. A lot of people ask, what about cyclical fasting? There's absolutely science in cyclical fasting. The problem is most people don't understand what it does to your metabolism. Uh, Cyclical fasting is actually great for people who have a fast metabolism, whose metabolism recover quickly. Not so great if you struggle with weight loss, have struggled with weight loss for a long time because your metabolic rate is slow. Now, what happens is it's, it's not worth the metabolic cost. Which are you? That's what we have to find out. Low-carb dieting, ketogenics, I get asked about all the time. If you do a low-carb diet, you will burn more fat for fuel. You will also become carbohydrate sensitive. Is that good? Is that bad? The key is know what it is. So you can utilize it as the tool it's designed to be and not just its blunt force instrument. That's what results in yo-yoing back and forth that we need to avoid. So all of the all of these pieces kind of go into how to be strategic in our approach. It's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot, lot, but people. It's good that you under. I'm you know. I'm glad there's people out there out there like you that understand this because people don't realize how much goes into this. And and I, I get asked about the ketogenic diet all the time. You know, it's like, okay, how about the ketogenic diet? My friend lost 35 pounds eating butter. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. With the keto, in my opinion, you're either a hammer or a nail with a ketogenic. You're either, <laughs> a, you're either a glass jar or a nail with a ketogenic diet. It's like a hammer. You either can take it, or if you don't have a gallbladder, that's my first question. Do you have a gallbladder? No. Uh, sure, sure. Do the ketogenic yeah, yeah. diet, you're going to end up killing yourself. Yeah. In general, um, as with anything, if we can avoid extremes, 
it's going to be more sustainable. Now, that doesn't mean that, I mean, I diet bodybuilders and physique competitors and the whole nine yards. It doesn't mean that there aren't time periods that will dip into more aggressive strategies. It doesn't mean there isn't a place to utilize tools to break through plateaus. It's all about how the tool is used. Right. And, I, and I have drawn this analogy for years. Um, you walk into the mechanic shop, you know, the guy fixing your car. And you say to him, hey, I got a question. What's better, the screwdriver or the wrench? Because I hear really good things about the the wrench this time of year. (laughs) It's a ridiculous question. It's a matter of what job are you trying to accomplish? And unfortunately, we're just fed a constant stream of what's next, what's next, what's next. And I'll tell you what's next. What's next is you're reconditioning your metabolism with every diet you do um, that's not well thought out, that's not strategic. Conditioning your metabolism to run a little bit lower and a little bit lower. I know this because I I don't get the easy cases. (laughs) I get the tough ones. I get I've had clients that were on the biggest loser previously, people who have done extreme weight loss and now they're battling a slow metabolism. I'll tell you why. Here's the secret: weight loss is not about eating right or eating wrong. Now, your health and your vitality and longevity is about eating right or eating wrong. Weight loss is less discerning. It's simply about if there is enough contrast between what your body is used to versus what you change it to. And oh, by the way, even if there is enough contrast to trigger weight loss or weight gain, depending on which direction you're trying to go, your metabolism's job is to recreate homeostasis Say, okay, this is my new norm. This is the amount of energy I'm intaking, fuel I'm intaking. I need to stabilize my body weight based around this intake level. And the metabolism is very effective at doing that. Thank goodness, because if it didn't, we'd all die. Right. Here, here's, here's maybe a, a, an interesting thought. Like I said, think about things just a little differently. You actually can control to the calorie where your metabolic rate is at. If you think about it in these terms, if you were to take 100 people, drop them off on a, strand them on a deserted island, you got children, you got elderly people, you got thin people, you have heavy people, everything in between, right? Every type of person, you put them all on this deserted island and you put them on a, a thousand calorie a day ration. A year later, when you pick them up, Every single person, man, woman, child, their metabolic rate has acclimated to a thousand calories. They're only burning a thousand calories because if not, we don't come off the island. We would literally die if we couldn't acclimate. That's why the metabolism is such a dirty word and it's so frustrating and there's nothing fair about it. And everything that you think in your head about how this is unreasonable, it's not fair. And you've ever tried to experience weight loss and you've done everything right and you've been met with plateau after plateau, you're not crazy. (laughs) There's a legitimate scientific explanation, a biological explanation for why that is. It's because your metabolism is doing its job in adapting to your new intake. Here's what you probably didn't think about. We always remember when that's not in our favor, when it's working against us. I went on a diet, I lost 10 pounds, and I hit the wall. You're not thinking about how when you overeat, you overconsume, your metabolism is protecting you. And you may have gained weight, 
you didn't gain what you you didn't gain what you earned really if we do the math so here's the illustration i'll do these seminars i'll pick i'll pick somebody out of the crowd i'll say okay julie here in the front row julie weighs 130 pounds she's a little little petite thing she loves exercise she eats clean i asked julie okay what would happen if we changed nothing about your exercise nothing about your diet except Every night before you go to bed, you're going to eat a pint, thousand calories of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. What would happen to your body in 30 days? And the whole crowd will laugh and snicker, and she'll always make some response remark about, "I'd be happy." <laughs> you know, I get to eat ice cream every night, and after the the, the uh, humor in it abates, we go, "Okay, but I want to actually continue this experiment. How much weight, Julie? You're the expert on your body. Would you gain in a month?" And she'll go, "Um." I'd gain probably about five to 10 pounds. 90% of women will give me that response. You know what? They're right. That's about how much they probably gain, five right. or 10 pounds every night, kind of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Now, how much weight would you gain if you kept doing that for a year? And they'll pause, they'll think about it. And go, well, I don't know, maybe 15 or 20. Right again. Maybe they'll say 2025. Could be. But now let's do the math. 1,000 calories a night, that's 7,000 calories a week. 3,500 calories to a pound of fat, that's two pounds a week. 52 weeks in a year. How many people think that Julie here in the front row, raise your hand if you think she's going to gain 104 pounds in one year? Let me tell you, there is nothing Julie is going to eat that's going to enable her to double her weight in one year. Not going to happen. Right. Why? And we all know that. Nobody raises their hand and goes, um, oh, mathematic, you know, calculator. Um, I think she'd gain 104 pounds. Nobody thinks that because our experience in life has taught us that that simply does not happen. We're just not thinking about what the implications of that are. The implications are if your metabolism can be trained to run slower, it can be trained to run faster. So if we can harness that mechanic, use it to our advantage, we can control our metabolism. That's the key to transforming. Wow. That's good. Good stuff, man. Thanks, Tom. Good stuff. I love this stuff. And I love I, helping I, people I, learn about it. <laughs> it's, that's great. And that's a good thing. Because people don't, you know, there's a lot of people out there that don't understand this. And I, there, there's a lot of misinformation out there. I was one of them. Me too. I was one of them. So, yeah. You know, and I, going back, I, I allow myself a pint of Ben and Jerry's once a month mm. on Sunday. Had a boy. Well, I pick up one Sunday of the month and I'm going to say, that's my day to eat my Ben and Jerry's. There you go. But you got to live life. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. People ask me, so, well, well, if I never cheat, will I get X, Y, Z? I'm like, it's not worth it. No. It's not, no. You need to you need to have balance in your life. Now that doesn't mean there there aren't periods of time. I would say, look, we have a goal, we have a date on the calendar, we have to bust through a plateau, we have to get somewhere, and we're just you know nose to the grindstone. But big picture, what we're looking for is a faster metabolism that lets you live life, enjoy life, eat reasonably, and maintain that healthy weight. That's what we're after. And, and and let's face it, we're, we're in that Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas 
You know, this this will go out before the new year. But we're in that's the phrase where everybody's just like, you're just over everywhere you turn, there's something to eat. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. You go into the office, there's a bowl of crap. You know? <laughs> and, and it's tough this time of year. I'll, I'll give you a small a, a small piece of advice on that. I had I had a gal once who shared with me a funny story. Uh, she she was doing so good on her diet and so good on her nutrition plan and her training, and then she calls me and she's Angelo. I blew it. There was this this dish of candy sitting out, and I find I just dove into. It. I said, "Oh, is this your favorite candy?" She goes, "No, I don't even like it." <laughs> so decide if you're gonna have a cheat meal. Decide. If it's something you really like, plan for it, enjoy it. A an off meal is not going to destroy your progress. Nope. Broken routines destroy your progress. What needs to be isolated to that meal, you need to be right back on track. Not the next morning, the next meal. As right. long as you can do that, it's not going to stop you from making progress. Yep. I got a couple more questions today. Hit me. I want to. Let's talk about vitamins and supplements. What, what's your take on vitamins and supplements? There's a lot of them out there. I mean, honestly, our food is depleted of a lot of nutrients. So, and I see a lot of magnesium deficiencies in my clients. Hmm? Usually a B vitamin deficiency somewhere along the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I often recommend, but when we go into the pre-workouts and the post-workouts and the protein shakes and the freaking... Amino acids, you know, yeah. there's a whole line of that part too. So, what what are your take? What's your take on those? Same thing. It's all it's all individual. So we, um, you know, we, we take each person on a case by case, and here's what we start with. We start with how do we get this person as much of their nutrients through quality clean foods first. Then we look at is there a deficit. We don't push a lot of supplements. We don't, we don't do, we try and do as much just natural food as possible. That said, what season are you in? So is this somebody who's an athlete? Is this somebody who's a just bodybuilding and that sort of thing? Is this somebody who, in order to bust through a plateau, we've had to put on a more aggressive, restrictive protocol? These are all circumstances that do warrant looking at supplementation. And so that those are the times that we're going to draw from, okay, during this time period, we may need to increase this, that, or the other thing. And there are a lot of general good things, like everything you just mentioned, I would say for the general public are all good quality things. Um, but as far as beyond the basics, a case-by-case individual is how we approach it. Okay, good. What about epigenetics? I've been getting, digging into epigenetics a lot lately. The last three months, I've been studying it, and the, the snips and you know the little snips and and uh, the pre. Tell me what pre- your takeaways have been. Well, I mean, I can see. I ran a I ran a test on myself, and I can see the predispositions I have for these particular workouts. Like one of them was, I do better not going full out. Mm, okay. So that's one of my snips is that to, not to go full bore, but go and I'll, and I'll see different changes in my body structure by going at a slower pace. So my advice on that is theorize retrospective. The, the mistake that I, I think can be made is, oh, because it's on this sheet of paper that I have a proclivity to this or that that we just take that as 
use that as a good starting point and then see right. if you, if you, you tried it, it told you, Hey, don't exercise at your very top peak exercise at a point where you can recover. The general rule I tell people is, do you feel better or worse after your exercise? Right. You, the answer should always be better, right? right? If the answer is worse, you're not recovering from it. Right. So in your case, you tried it. The result was good. So guess what? 100% that was spot on for you. Right. Retrospective evaluation right. of the data. And that big picture, that's really our strategy at MetPro, our approach to everything is we look at here, we can create a good hypothesis of a starting point, but we will never say this starting point is right or is it until we have tracked your data and corroborated that, yes, indeed, your body is responding. And pet peeve is, you know, the, the guru that says, okay, and slides across, this is the right diet, the right training program for you. Well, yeah. it may be a great training program, great diet for someone, but we won't really know if it's right for you until you start and we evaluate right. how your body's responding. Yeah, I think the funny part was is a, on the aging, on the aging test, I had the SNP for loss of hearing. Oh, interesting. Now, and if I would have known that before I stood in front front row for Metallica, <laughs> I would have wore earplugs. Yeah, but you still would have gone, right? You right. still would have gone to right. Metallica. Right. Because now I can't Love now it. I know. I mean. Friends of mine are like, Tom, you need hearing aids. And I probably do, but I'm not going to get them yet. You know? oh, but if I would have known back then I had that snip, I would have said, okay, I need to wear earplugs. Yeah. Which I should have wore earplugs anyway, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's anyway. good. That's good. All right. What are, give me a couple key takeaways to leave the listeners with from Angelo. <laughs> the, uh, the truth is out there. No, you can don't stop learning. The reason that I've got to the point that I'm at and able to help coach uh, sometimes challenging individuals, challenging circumstances is because every one of my clients I have learned something from. I haven't just taken and tossed those mess those those lessons out. Learned something and carried it forward. The combined learnings and data have enabled us to really unravel a lot of the mysteries that stymie people around metabolism. So keep learning uh, and, uh, and and don't don't give up. It's when you stop moving that's when you get rusty. Don't stop moving. <laughs> yeah, don't stop moving, man. I could, I preach that every day. You know, park away from, park your car, not so close to the grocery store door, and walk. Just move. You know. Yeah. So I, I guess yourself and MetPro has got a giveaway for the listeners, and I think it's MetPro.co backslash Rebel. Yep, forward slash MetPro.co slash Rebel. Okay. And and if and you know if you're apprehensive, just call and talk to one of the experts. You're not going to get a call center. You're not going to get. You're actually going to get my team. You're going to talk to Steve. You're going to talk to Jared. These are experts that have worked with you know hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of people that are just going to want to get to know you and are going to be able to answer your questions, spell myths, help you learn and understand why this is happening or what needs to happen to get to them. So just 
Take advantage of you. It's about 30 minute free evaluation. Take advantage of it. And if you like what you hear, you can always take next steps. And if not, at least you're going to be armed with some good takeaways. Right. So that's metpro.co slash rebel for your listeners. And thanks for letting us do that. Tom. No, no problem, man. No, pro- Thanks for coming on. I appreciate you taking the time. I know you got a busy schedule and, you know, we all, it's that time of year. Hopefully it this warms up there. This has been a blast, there. Tom. Hopefully it warms up there in Chico. Yeah, it's not looking likely. <laughs> <laughs> but I have one question I ask all my guests, and it has nothing to do with health and wellness. If you, Angelo, had 30 to 45 minutes to kill, what album or artist would you put on to listen to? <laughs> I'm going to cheat, and I'm going to tell you what I would put on my uh, TV in the background. Okay. Uh, I would put on an old episode of either the originals or Next Generation Star Trek. Oh, wow. Out. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's what I would do if I had 45 minutes to just veg out. I'm, right. a, okay, I'm a nerd cool. at heart. <laughs> okay. Oh, Angelo, thank you so much, man. I'm grateful for you and bless you. Have a great uh, holiday and a great Thanksgiving with your family. And, Thanks uh, for having me on, Tom. And have a great new year. I hope it's very successful for you. I know it has been in the past, so just keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate all that. It helps my job a lot easier. Thanks for the great conversation. Thank you for joining in today with the Rebel Health Coach, Tom Underwood. And be sure to subscribe to the show so you can catch all the episodes. With desire and commitment, you can implement a lifestyle of wellness and fitness. For the support, encouragement, and tools you need to be successful, visit TomUnderwood.net.